All right, Bukha Tov, Chodesh Tov. Today's daf is daf Tess Zion in Shkolem. As we, you know, home stretch here, we're almost done here with, uh, with Shkolem. All right, Pitum Shemana Mishcha. We said that when the Aron was Nignaz, when they, when they hid it uh, under the, in the base of Migdash, two pins where it was hidden, but they also hid with it the jar of the wafer from the um, from the uh, midbar and the uh, dish of shemen and, and the dish of shemen amishcha. Now, what was that shemen amishcha? The anointing oil. How do they make that? So the pasuk says, the pasuk says in Shmos, and you should take. And he tells them the ingredients to take. And it says how many measures of each, of each ingredient. It says Mordror is uh, five hundred units, and kida is five hundred units, and kimon besem is two hundred and fifty. And Kneibosim is also 250. That's a total of 1,500 units. So that's And then it says, with that, you put, put, you put that, with those uh, four ingredients totaling 1,500 measures, you take Shemen uh, Zayis, which is a hin, which is 12 log. Shemen Zayis, Shebo Shalkin And with that, they, they, um, uh, they, uh, not sunk in, you know, they, they, they put the roots uh, to uh, soak in this concoction with the 12 loaves. Divra Meir, that's what Meir's opinion. They first soaked it in water, and then they just passed the water. That was, they first soaked it in water so that these roots would absorb most of what the absorption that they would be would be the water. And then they just passed the Shemin over it uh, passed the shemen over it to absorb the smell, but they didn't actually dip the uh, roots in the oil, and they absorbed the smell. Like the way that uh, people who make compounds, like chemists, like they do. It's a shemen of anointing, a holy, a holy shemen of anointing. This done with miracles. It was all miracles. Because at the beginning there was only twelve log. is twelve log. If it was enough, if it was to, if the intention was just to uh, soak, to, to anoint the ikrin with it, there wouldn't be enough. In other words, if it was simply to, uh, to uh, anoint or to, uh, to smear uh, the ikrin, there wouldn't be enough. There was 12 log, it's not enough just to smear all the ikrin there because we had 1,500 of these, ikr- of these uh, herbs. Wouldn't be enough. Allah certainly show or bolea. It's certainly uh, uh, when you consider that the um, that the fire uh, absorbs bolin and the wood absorbs and the uh, the kettle they cook it the dead absorbs. And now yet they used it to anoint the mishkan itself and all the kalim. So how could twelve log have been enough there? Hashulchan v'kokelav used it to anoint the the table. Uh, the, the shulchan and all the uh, instruments there, the menorah, the, the candelabra, and now that. So they used it, not only, um, not only uh, did some of it get absorbed in the, in, the, in the process, in the compounding process, 
but they are also they also used it to anoint the Mishkan, all the Kalim, the Shulchan, the Menorah, etc., all the parts there. And they also used it to be, to uh, anoint Aaron Aaron Kodogodol, and all his sons for all the generations. Uh, in the first, first, the first generation of Kosher Bishimim, they used it to anoint Aaron and his sons all during during the during the seven days of the uh, dedication of the base of Mikdash of the Mishkan. And then they used it forever after. In um, uh, as long as they were as long as they were Kanim Gdolim and kings in Israel, they used it to anoint them. Melech Bechiotam Mashiach, a Melech, the first, and is the first. If he's the first in line in his family, he needs Mashiach. Melech by Melech Anton Mashiach. But if he's the son of a king, basically they didn't need Mashiach. We'll see why Shlomo was anointed if David was already king. But but uh, basically they didn't need anointing. My time, Akum Ashcheu Kizehu. When Shmuel said. Uh, when, I said, uh, when Hashem said to Shmuel, come Shmuel, go up and anoint him, Kizehu, he's the guy, he, this one, only this, only this one, he has to be anointed and not, um, and not the other ones, and not his uh, generations after his his son doesn't need Mashiach. Okay, so still the miracle has been already described because he only had 12 log, and after he did all the Kalim and the Mishkin and everything, etc., it was still needed to anoint Kohen Gadol and his sons during the Shivas Meimulam, a lot was used up there. Probably just enough there would have that would have been twelve log right there. But in the tens, and then they had to use it for the Kohen Gadol from Lachem for you know afterwards for generations afterwards. Our Kohen Gadol and Kohen Gadol, but the Kohen Gadol son of Mashiach needs Mashiach even for ten generations. And there's even if he doesn't that means like in the Torah says Sardaros means even afterwards too. If a Kohen Gadol it wasn't always passed son to father to son, but if it was, he would still need Mashiach. And besides that, the whole 12 loaf is still going to be around in Moser Lavo. as it says, Shem and Mishchas Kodesh Yezeli L'Dorosechem. Right? That the Shem and Mishchas will, will be for the Zeli, Zez, the Gematria of 12, which is the same as the Hin, as the 12 log, L'Dorosechem, uh, as it's always going to be around, like the, it never gets diminished. They, they anoint Malachim only by the spring. And you will ride him, my son Allah prayed on the mule, take him down to the Gichon, which was a small, a small uh, river or channel in your Shalim. And you'll anoint him there. Who will do it? They will anoint him. He'll be anointed for Melch Israel. So that's what it says. Now, by Shlomo, now, even though we already said that if uh, David was anointed, why would Shlomo have to be anointed, right? But still, we're describing how it was anointed. We'll get to why Shlomo was necessary to anoint him, but still, how do you do it? You do it by, the, uh, by a mayan, by a, sp- uh, by a well or a spring. In other words, to show that just like it has life, it can constantly flow, so should his kingdom. The only way you do it is like we said now, we said a Melch Melch is not anointed, except if there's a Machlokas, if there's some dispute. Because Adonai also wanted the throne. Because there was a dispute there. Two years older than him. Whenever there's a question as to who should get the throne, it's not a simple matter. So then they anoint him. Whenever there's a dispute, there's a question, so they, they anoint him. Now, wait a minute. Why do you say Yehu and uh, needed Mashiach of Yarmou? We already said Zehu, meaning we not only learn out not only him and not his sons, but also him in, 
in Malchus based Abu, which was the original kingdom. The kingdom of Yisrael didn't need uh, Mashiach at all. So why was uh, why was Yehu anointed Malchus or Mashiach? Eliyachas Meir. The answer is say you ended off with Eliyachas Meir Yakim Echav Achiv Shayikar Menushe Shalom Velo Yoshio Menushe Shalom. Period. You leave out Yehu and Yoram. In Chanami, they did not anoint the kings of Israel. Okay, we'll come back to this also. How was even was it around for Yoyachas? Velo Yoshio Gonzo Gonzo Yoshio was was before that. We learned yesterday that Yoshio was our when he was Gones the Aram. He was also Gones with him. He hid also the Tzinsenas Amon and the Shemen Mishcha. So if it wasn't around anymore, how was it able to establish? Okay, they didn't anoint kings, the sons of kings, if there was no Machlokas. Okay. Uh, and you established they don't anoint kings in Israel, but they didn't even anoint the, Ju- the Judean kings uh, after the time of Yeshua because there was no more, there was nothing to anoint them with. The Shemesh was already hidden at that point. The answer is, Hadon Amra Bafar Simonish. And the answer is, is that you have to say that they, they only, it was only a symbolic anointing. It wasn't real anointing. The Mishra, they used them, they used balsam oil. They didn't use the real oil because that was already hidden at that time. Just symbolically to show them to go through the motion. A motion is a machem element of karen. You use only a horn, like a real horn. That's the way to do it. Shol v'yehudim shalchem rapach. They just use a regular, a little jar. So ha'is machus machus. Therefore, their kingdoms were temporary. They didn't last very long. Well, everybody's kingdom was temporary, but it didn't last long. Davar shlom v'yehudim shalchem from the karen. The way you're supposed to be on ha'is machus 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 kemis. Therefore, their uh, their reign lasted for a long time because they were anointed properly. So you see that there's some. There's some power in the way they're anointing. Anointing has a meaning to it. Let's say later on in generations, uh, when there was no, uh, let's say, there was no Judean king Roy to be king, and they anointed a, a Cohen to be king. Well, if a Cohen was king, they didn't anoint him. They didn't anoint him. He might have been appointed king, but you shouldn't anoint him. Why? Why? Apparently, that's his name. The pasuk says, the shevet, the staff, meaning the the sign of the throne should never leave Judah because the king should always come from Judah. And, uh, and here, when it came from the Kohanim, if it was a Kohen who was obviously from the Shevet Levi, that didn't fulfill the Pasuk, and therefore he was not Roy to be anointed. He might have been called king, but he wasn't really anointed king. When talking about a king, it says, said he should last a long time on his throne, him and his children uh, so that's something that gives them that there here you see the the uh, the rights of lineage to the kingdom right something which uh, which is uh, not really it's still found in monarchies etc but that's the that here is the source for it in the Torah Maxibus Ray what it says after is not only to tell you that his sons should be after him but Maxibus Ray they shouldn't do it in other words so that even uh, you sh- that you shouldn't do it like in other words, the first that said, said we, if you, you, we don't anoint him. Rabbi says even more than that. Him and his sons, this, this uh, Davidic king, the king from Judah, should be appointed in him after him, his sons. And and the Kohen of Levim should not be appointed king at all. Certainly shouldn't be anointed. In describing the kings, this Pasuk in the Rim describes the uh, brothers, and it says there, Hu Yochan, Hu Yochas. It says Yochan and Yochas are really one and the same person. Uh, it's one person. It's not two brothers. It's one and the same person. I have a Bachor Yochanan. How could that be? Because it says his older brother was Yochim. 
How could Yochan be the older brother of Yochaz? It would make sense if you say, fine, you'll mention Yochaz was one person, Yochan was another person, Yochan was a third person. So Yochan was an older brother of Yochaz. But if Yochanan was also Yochaz, and it says a Bechor Yochanan, right? It says a Bechor Vaksev, a Bechor Yochanan, Yochan was a Bechor. So if Yochan was Bechor, it couldn't be that he's the same as Yochaz because Yochaz is younger than Yochan. The answer is Bechor Lamalchus. The truth is that Yochan is the older brother. Yochanan is, and Yochaz are one and the same, like the next brother, but, but, but that Yochanan, who was Yochaz, was, took the kingdom first. Amr Abiyah, he was king before the other one. Amr Abiyah, who Shalom Mutzikiyah, the Pasuk goes on to say that the, first, the third brother was Sitkiyah and the fourth brother was Shalom. Also, it doesn't mean third and fourth brother. It's one and the same person. Shalom Mutzikiyah were one and the same. Avak Siva Gimel Mutzikiyah by Dalat Shalom. This is the third Mutzikiyah, the fourth Mutzikiyah. This is Gimel told us Dalat Malchus. Third one in generations, meaning he was third in line. He was the third brother, but he became the king fourth. Dalat Malchus, he was the king, king fourth. Now, what does that mean? How was he king for it? Why was he called Sikyo? He said, Sikyo should tzadak al aden. Aden. In other words, that he did tzadak aden, meaning that he, he confirmed that Hashem's judgment is fair, even though he was punished and lost his children, he suffered all kinds of sorrows. So he says over here, yeah, meaning that he was the third brother, but he was the fourth brother in Malchus, meaning because even though he was third in line, but they didn't go in order. So his younger brother was ahead of him. Um, now, why Sitkiyo Shalom? Actually, he's called Sitkiyo because he did Sidukadin. He confirmed that Hashem's uh, punishment for him was was warranted. Shalom Shemel Shalma Malchus David. Why it's called Shalom? Because it means complete. That Malchus base David was completed in his day because there was no further there was no further king after him. There was no further uh, Judean king after after Sitkiyo. Um, <coughs> Lo uh, Shalom The truth was <coughs> that even though he's called Sikio <coughs> and Shalom, <coughs> he wasn't uh, Shalom wasn't his name. His name wasn't Shalom or Sikio. His name was really Matanya. That's what the pasuk says. Babel, king of Babel, appointed as Matanya Dodo. His uncle. There was a previous guy, uh, the one who he deposed. His uncle was Matanya Tachtov. And he called him Sikio. Called him Sikio as if to say. That if you rebel against me like the others, Hashem will get you back for this. Hashem tzitkiyatzik achlasadin. If you if you rebel against me, that was the king of Bubbles. Uh, so tzitkiyos, we know, was like a what you call today like a uh, a puppet, a puppet uh, throne. You know, puppet throne. He wasn't really he wasn't really uh, a king. He was appointed king by the uh, overseeing uh, king of Bubbles. Amar Biyochan. The um, we mentioned the Aron that was Nignas. What was the size of the Aron? Rabbi Yochanan says that the Aron was built. The pasuk says that the what was the length was was Shtaim Amos Vachetzi, Shtaim Amos 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 Vachetzi Rachbo. What kind of Aron? We were speaking on Amo that had six Tvachim. Mantan Who's the one who says that the Amos we're speaking about was made of Tvachim? Rameiri. Goes to Rameiri. The Tanan Rameiri says Benos. All the Amos that we're speaking about in the base of English were all what they call Bainers, meaning they all had six, six Tvachim, and Ahmed six Tvachim. Rabbi Yudas says, Amos Abbeini, if you talk about the Amma in the structure, like of the Mishkan in the base of English, that was four, that was six Amos. Shel Kalim, and the Oren was a Kli, because it was a movable object, the Kalim was five Amos. So we'll see, uh, it was uh, five Tvachim to the Amma. So we see here a clear machlok between Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda as to how big physically the Oren was. 
The Pusik says that it's two and a half by one and a half amos, but how much is an amma? Is an amma six tvachim, like Rameir, or is it five tvachim, like Rabbi Yehuda, when it comes to Caleb? It's not that Rabbi Yehuda doesn't hold that there's such a thing as an amma of six tvachim. He says that there's different kinds of ammas. For Binyan, it's five tvachim, six tvachim. For Caleb, it's, it's a five tvachim. So I'll die to Rameir, Domer ben Abama, Shos Tvachim, Haya, Haya, and also. According to a mayor who says that all the Amis in the base Migdish were six Tvachim Amis, so the Aron was also made out of a six Tvachim. So when the Pasuk says, Amasayim Bechetzi, what is that What is that in Tvachim? Well, two and a half times six is 15. So it would be 15 Tvachim. 15 Tvachim was the length. Okay. Amasayim Bechetzi, Aldaitur Meir, the Amar, the Amar, the Tanar Meir, because of the Amar, the Aldaitur Meir, the Amar, 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 of an of a arm of, of six tefachim, so archa shalorim was was tefachim was fifteen. The chesivah masayim chetzi arko. That's two and a half times six is fifteen. Amsa ashisa, amsa ashisa. Each arm was six tefachim. Upalga amsa and half an arm is plus. So that's how you get fifteen. Six, six, and three. Vadal luchos hayiba, and there were four luchos in there. What do you mean? How were there four luchos? Because he had the broken ones. Beishleim shleimim ubeishmurim. The both the 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 complete ones. The second luchos. And the ones that Moshe had first broken. Because when Moshe instructed them, he said, Make the Aram. And, and he says, And take the Luchos, Asher Shibarta, or Asher Shibarta, that you broke, meaning, told Moshe, but you, but it says, it says Vasimus Aram, and he's like describing what Plague Asher Shibarta, like you broke them. The Samtum Baaram, like you broke them, he's referring to B'nai Israel, but Moshe broke them, right? But he says, it's, Those words, Asher Shibarta, and it says, I, and, I, and I wrote the Luchos, etc. He's describing to B'nai Yisrael what took place in this environment. He's describing the history. And he says, that Asher Shibarta was extra. Because where I know we're speaking about the first Luchos, I came down, etc. And I found the eagle and all that. So we know he broke them. So why Asher Shibarta? I'm telling you that the Shibarta was also something. He's supposed to put the broken Luchos in the Aron together with the good Luchos. That's how we did it. So now there were four in there. Haluchos, the length was four Tvachim of each. Rachvo, there's different gears here. One gear says three tvachim, one gear says four tvachim. It says six tvachim, rather. If, 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 they were, if, the gears, if you go with the gears that there were three tvachim, then they were laid side by side. In other words, according to their uh, width, according to their width, the length of the, in the arm, they were laid side by side. If you, the gears that I have is that, it's, that, they, that the luchos were six by six. And the peers here, the shikli also says six by six. That means that they put, they put the length on the length of the arm. The arm is set as 15. So if you had 6 in length, and then 6 in length, that's 12. That's the good luchos. And the ones that were broken were underneath them, not on the side, they were underneath them. So either way, however you learn it, though, the, the luchos took up 12 tfachim out of the 15. So with, uh, so with 10 orchan, the gear said, I have the 10 orchan, the luchos, the orchan, the orchan, the shtar, the sham, the gilotar, so you have 3 tfachim. What are the 3? You just missed some of the earlier machlokas, but how many arms are about how many arcs Well, yeah, at this point, we're, they're, they're, we're not dismissing, we're discussing the Aron that was, let's assume if there was one, we're talking about the one, and if there was two, we're talking about the one that was in the, that was in the um, um, base of Migdash. In I other thought, words, I thought oh, one oh. Of them had the okay, no, it's right, one had the broken one. So, yeah. so, right, so we're describing the sheet that had, that, that, that there was only one, right, point that one, there were two. Or it could be that, you know, when they didn't go out to war with it, maybe they stored it in there too. Right, so but the simple answer you're right, Rick, is that it's probably we're describing the, the, the opinion that there was one. So, so the thickness of the wall, and there's the fifth, the fifteenth fachim was 
was outside end to end. That the thickness of the wall took up a half a tefach, let's say, according to ten men, chatzit tefach and chol kol. So in the shtayr shem shnei tefachim, so he had two tefachim with sefer Torah, because this opinion, as we'll see, goes with the idea that the sefer Torah was also inside the arum. So you had you had the two the two uh, uh, inside the arum. So you had the two luchos, right? The two uh, luchos and and the um, uh, right the two luchos, and then you had uh, the sefer Torah, which was Two tefachim wide by six long. So, so, so if we go with the idea that you had length, the length of the luchos, then the sefer Torah certainly was on its width. The width, the and as the length of the sefer Torah went across the width of the aron. So yet that, so it took only two tefachim out of the length of the aron, and it was six tefachim uh, long. Now, what about the what about the width? The width of the aron, rachma shel aron tishet tefachim. Because the width was only it was an arm and a half. So if you go with six tefachim, that's nine. Am sashisa, yet each arm is, is six vachim. Well, palgus arm atlas, that's three. Bar bar luchos ha yubo, and there were four luchos, as we said. Shnaim shleim, shnaim shleim, like we said before. Dechsev asheshi baratav asantam, and he repeats that, that idea. Ha luchos ha yukolech vechad archon shisho tvachim, verachman shisho tvachim. Again, we're going with the idea that it was six by six. Ten rachman shal luchos, la rachman shal aron. And we said that the, the width of the luchos goes with the width of the aron. Therefore, nishtayer sham shloshet tvachim, because the width was nine tvachim. And the luchos were, were end-to-end, right? Were end-to-end. That's how they took up the 12 in the length. But the width was 6. So that left 3 tefachim of space. The width of each wall, as we said, the width of the, all the walls were a half a tefach according to this opinion. Therefore, and therefore you have two tefachs left. Now, the, the Sefer Torah is already in there, right? But what you have is uh, you have two extra tefach, that's to maneuver the Sefer Torah in, because remember, the, the Sefer Torah was stuck in, you had exactly 14 tefachim. Remember we said it was 15 tefachim with the walls, but each wall was a half a tefach on either side of the length. So you were left with inside space in the length of the arm, 14 tefachim. You had a, a luach of six, another luach of six, and then you had to put the Sefer Torah of two. It's very hard. If you have 14 tefachim and you have six and six and two, to get them all in with no space, there's, like, there's, no, there's no room to maneuver. But he had maneuver room in the width, and that's how he was able to stick it in. All right. He says, no, that the Aaron was made out of five fachim, like the opinion of Rabbi Yudah. Who says that the Aaron was made out of an Amma with five fachim? That's Rabbi Yudah. The Tanin Taman, we learned Rabbi Yudah, Amma Sabin Yashish, like we quoted before, the Amma of the Binyan was six fachim, Shokeum Chamisha. This is Aaron is a clean, therefore it's five fachim. I'll die to Rabbi Yudah, according to Rabbi Yudah, the Omar Ba'ama Shalchamisha Tvachim, that says we're speaking of Ba'ama, that had five Tefachs. Ha'yo Arko Asui Shnei Masar Tvachim So how much was the blank? There was Amasai Mechetzi, two and a half Amas would equal not fifteen, but rather twelve and a half. There's some Amasai Mechetzi Arko. Amsa Chamisha, Amsa Chamisha, each Amas is five, a Palgus Amsa and a half an Amma is trained in Palgus, two and a half. Ba'arba Luchos Hayubo. And there were four luchos inside. Shnaim shleim shnaim shleim. Like we said before, Yosef Asher Shibart of Asam Tamigur repeats that. So the luchos were for sure. Even though the ama we're dealing with the ama was only five tefachim, but the luchos were six tefachim. There's no dispute about that. There's a dispute about the width. That's according to different gears we have. But with gears that we have in my gemara is that it's six by six. So therefore we still so therefore in the length of the aron, the length of the aron took how much? Twelve out of a total of how much? Twelve and a half, but the twelve and a half included was the outside measure, not the inside measure. So ten arka and shel luchos arka shel aron neshtayishem chatzit tefach. All you have left is a half a tefach because it took up twelve out of the twelve and a half. 
So that's what it costs with mikan. That's what it costs. And a half a tefach, a tefach is four fingers. So a half a tefach is how much? It's two fingers. Two fingers is the total extra space. And that means that each wall was only one finger. The thickness of each wall was only one finger. That's it. Where's the Sefer Torah? There's no room for the Sefer Torah here. Rolf Vushal Aram, the width of the arm is Shivat Fachma Machs, right? Because it's one and a half. The Sevam Amma Bachatsi Rafma, Amma Hei Palgus Amma Train Palgus, two and a half. Half an Amma, half of five is two and a half, total of seven and a half. But Allah was like, Bond the four looks in there, Shlemim, Beishlemim, Beishform. Again, as he said, the word we're learning is one is on top of the other. This is Vashir Shibarta Vasamtam Baoram. Again, six by six, according to this gear. So, ten If you put the width against the width of the arm, how much? One and a half. because they took six fachim out of the seven and a half of the width. So, and then now, so what do you have left? You have one and a half left over. So, because as we learned, according to this opinion, we saw in the length that the width thickness of the kotel of each wall could only the wall of the arm could only be one etzba. That leaves over how much? A half a tefach. How much? No, So therefore, you have only one tefach left over. Why? Because the Aaron the took six out of seven and a half. A half, a half a tefach was for the walls, the thickness of the walls, and that's what each side had left over only how much? One tefach. And so if you had a, te- a half a tefach on one side, a half a tefach on another for maneuvering. Because here you're tight with space, uh, there's, no, there's no extra room there, right? There's no extra room even for the... Even for the um, uh, for the luchos themselves, even though there was no safer Torah in there according to Abuda, but just to maneuver the luchos, he added delivering maneuvering space there. How do you make the arm? Because the arm was made out of wood, but it was it was mitzupa, it was uh, it was covered with gold. So Rabchanino Amar Gimel Tevis, or I think it's Rabchanino. Is there another gear? So the name is Rabchanino Gimliel. Amar Gimel Tevis also, and there were actually three boxes. Bays shows of two out of gold, but Echad Shalit one out of out of wood. Nasan shows up, he put the, the smaller one of gold inside the wooden one, Bishal eight, Bishal Zov. And then Vitsipo, and what is that Sipo? Because we already had gold on the outside of corners. He put gold, pure gold, on the inside and the outside. So there's, there's, so Bishal and you covered it. And you, 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 uh, you took the wooden one, you took the gold in the wood, and the wood inside the outer gold one, and that covered it. And I covered it. And what does it say again? That the upper lip also had gold on it. It was only made out of one iman. It was made out of one, it was one piece made out of gold, he covered with gold. So what does Tzapenu teach me? Between each and every board, in other words, in the sides, you also put gold there. It was a double portion that on the top you put gold. He doesn't learn that you had a, an extra pasuk for the gold. He says, according to the Pirush, that um, but doesn't even but that's obvious. Even between the boards, they had gold there. How were they written? We know there were ten commandments. Even though there's more mitzvahs than that, but there were ten commandments. So five were written on each luach. It was written the ten on two, so he split it five and five. You he had all ten written on each. Why? And you wrote them. You wrote them 
on Shaykh Hazan, it sounds so it's that Vayich Tavim is like double. You wrote them, Mashkub Shaykh Subin Shnei Pamim they're written twice on each Luach, maybe front and back. So they were written twice on each one, that means a total of, of uh, uh, there were 20 on each one, a total of 40. Chavalos of Hoseb. Vasemoyomer Memalu Hoseb, Memalu Hoseb, 40 on each one, Dersiv, Mizeh Umizeh Subin. So besides, besides Vayich Tavim, which meant there were two, that you wrote them twice on each one, it also says Mizeh Zef on each side. Therefore, Tatruga, you have a total of four. So some say that Tatruga means you had two on each side. Some say Tatruga means they were on four sides. The Luach itself had a thickness to it, too. Besides the Luach having a front and a back, it had a sides to it. So it was written maybe on each side. That's what it says. That they're written on one side and you can read it from the other So some say that that's how, the, that's, how, uh, that, that's how you can get to the 40 or to the 20 also. Because it was, written, it was written really on one side, and miraculously you could read it on the other side, even though the letters should be reversed, you could read it that way also. So they could explain it that way too. It just that, that could fit into the 20 or to the 40. Hanani ben Achir Meshuam or Ben between each and every of the Sarasa Dibras, the Pratim and the letters of the whole Torah are also the Sivim Mulam Tarshish. They were filled with Tarshish. Tarshish can mean like sapphire stones, but also mean the sea, Kiyamarab, like the great sea. Like Rav Shimon Lakish says, "Karavi Matan Adenkrom." When he gets this posting, I have a Yafa Limadni or Lamdeni Chananya Benachi Rav Shua. Chananya Benachi Rav Shua, who said this idea that uh, that the whole Torah was written between the luchos, and said it, it was a great thing that he says. Very nice because Mayam Agol just like the Mayams are like the sea. Bein Gal 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 between each great wave, Gal and Tamar small waves. Kachman called the Bedubah the same between each everybody of the Aseris of Dibras. The Aseris of Torah, the whole Torah is written in small letters, and all the Pratim are written there. Amam Tzalchona, Iskashis come over Pinchas. I say Iskash for Pinchas. Also, for Rabbi Yudah the pasuk is mashed like Rabbi and not like Rabbi Meir, because Rabbi Yudah says, Rabbi Yudah says, remember I described his measures. There was no room for the Sefer Torah. My time, the Rabbi Yudah said, it says, Lakoach a Sefer Torah v'Samtem also mitzadar and versus Shem. He says, take the Sefer Torah, put it on the side. According to Rameyer, it was inside the yard. It wasn't on the side of the yard. It was inside. So it makes sense what Rebuta says. Because Rebuta says the Pussy says put it on the side of the yard. makes sense what Rebuta says more than Rameyer. According to him, it says that this way, where was the Sartek? Like another box. They made another little box on the outside of the yard. They put the Sartek in that box. My time to Rameyer. What's her mayor's reason why he says you put it you have to say for in the Aron itself? To sit on a satan like a forest, Allah Aron, put the Kaparas, that's the cover of the Aron, Milmala, Bella Aron Titan, and into the Aron you should put Esa Aidus Ashirtan Lach, and he learns that the Aidus means the safe tar itself. So I'll die so it had to be inside. I'll die to Dramayer. Again, this is the gears that I have. So I'll say the gears that I'll die that it changes here to die to Rabbiuda, but I'll die to Rameyer, the Amra Ain Muktimokhma Torah, you have to say Muktimah Torah. Why? Because it says Put the kaporis on the aron and put the sefer Torah inside. Well, you can't do it that way. You got to put the sefer Torah inside first and then put the cover on. You can't put the cover on and then put the sefer Torah. And the answer is, with the mocha. You have to say that the Torah was put in first and then you put the cover on top. Even though we always say that emik the mocha Torah, we say between different parshias, but within one parsha there should be an order to it. Here he says even within the pasuk he changes the order. First put the Sefer Torah inside the Aaron. That's how Rameyer learns it. The truth is that according to Rabbi Yehuda, who learns that the Edus of here, Michael, is not the Sefer Torah, but what is it? It's the, it's the Luchos. 
right? Because what did, according to Yudah, what did you put in the Aron? Not uh, just the Luchos. According to maybe you put the Luchos and the Taurus, so you could say it's the Torah. But according to Yudah, it's just Luchos. But according to Yudah, if Edus means the Luchos, you also have this Kasha of what do you mean? You can't put the cover on and then put the Luchos. You gotta put the Luchos in first. So the Gemara is really answering this answer should suffice for Yudah as well, the way he was. Reb Pinchas B'Shem, Reb Shimon ben Lakish says, HaTorah with white fire, Harusa Torah, engraved with black fire. That's like the letters of the Torah are black on white. So it's like to think that it was black letters, black fire inside on, on white fire. Okay. absorbed or uh, contained in other fire. It was hewn from from fire. And the and given from fire to sieve. Mimino On his right side, he's, uh, there's Eish Das. Uh, the the Torah is a Torah of of uh, fire. So you see, it's like a way of saying that the Torah was given in a in a fire uh, format. It wasn't simply the way we have it, like parchment. It was given. It lo- at least looked like like uh, like fire. All right. Now um, we'll we'll stop here. Tomorrow's Mishnah starts with is really gets into the. Uh, um, the form of the uh, the base of Migdash, right? We got, we're going to talk about uh, the gates, etc. So, if you have uh, picture books uh, that some of you, some of the books have, it those are good to have with them because you can see, you know, we like when we're learning Yuma, when we're learning Tamid Midos, it's good to have the uh, pictures with you. All right, tomorrow, same time, five twenty minutes, Shem Chodesh